Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. We're cousins. Uh, all right. So today we have a very, very special episode. So we're kind of going to get right to this, but this is episode 187. Uh, mm-hmm. But what what is going on today? This is We're really going to get into the beer and pizza of all this. So there's not going to be any... Us bullshitting too We're much around. Only doing Smith Savant. <laughs> that's how you'd have it, Lowry. <laughs> Just no, that's not true. <laughs> so we we have been lucky enough to be in contact with the uh, Efren and Ted at Cardsphere, and they were generous enough with their time that uh, we got to kind of hang out with them. I mean, for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and we've recorded it, pre-recorded it. And, uh, and so, um, just kind of talking about cards feel all, all the benefits of it. I'm clearly kind of slurring and drunk. So, uh, <laughs> this is our number. It, let's see. We started recording. We recorded with them first at eight 30. So that's four hours ago. Yeah. You can imagine four how hours many hours ago. <laughs> what are I'm you still five. drinking? I'm going to be so gouty tomorrow. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm drinking um, a Guinness. I am drinking a mango and stash IPA uh, from Hot Valley out of Eugene, Oregon, and it's very tasty. I I like it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm having my Guinness from uh, last week. It's still the same one. It's a week old. It's pretty gross. It's <laughs> super flat. It's <laughs> flatter than flat. Yeah, normal. Normal Guinness is not carbonated. <laughs> it's just so flat. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're not gonna really pussyfoot around too much we're just gonna get right to it because uh it's a long ass interview because we had a good time with those guys and you're gonna learn some stuff with the uh, card sphere i learned some things yep. and i'm i'm gonna be probably using card sphere with a lot of my cards not the stuff necessarily on ebay but i did learn something that i didn't know what's going to be happening in 2023 with if you sell on ebay or tcg <laughs> little spoiler alert uh foreshadowing wait until later on later of in the episode and the conversation good one (laughs) oh good hello boobies (laughs) hold on story bro just hit all your buttons there you go that's that's the one you're looking for i'm trying to avoid nerd nerd. Ah! i've had to to turn that down so much on the the youtube it's loud that's aggressive Uh, so okay so we're gonna get right into things uh we will still have a stump the smith i haven't been drinking either stump the smith savant week three so this week is uh sir uh, Chance a lot, Sir Charles, Sir Chance, Chance a lot, W 007. Uh, Larry did not get stumped last week, so that's what this week is. Uh, we are not going to reveal the results from Staple Versus because we don't know. We don't. Know. We're double recording, but I'm going to guess that one. That one that did win. That it's a good card. Probably that won. One. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so. You guys can become a patron if you uh, donate a dollar or more. That gets you into the Discord and allows you to chat with the Discord, chat with us, play games when games get started up again here in the fall, winter-ish. But $5 or more gets you the proxy of the week. Each month you will get to choose, depending on what level you are, for how many proxies that happened that month and the month before. If you're $100 or more, you get to choose any proxy each month during that time. 
uh, from the entire list of Proxy of the Week. Uh, the free way to support the show is to jump on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. That is number one, what you do. Then what you do is you watch our videos. Uh, one of the videos would be Curated MTG. We don't know what that was unless you want to predict which one we were going to... Why don't you pick one of those ones that you had there? What one? Uh, Backdraft Hellkite. Backdraft Hellkite. I don't even, what's that one do? Maybe being... No, like, tell me. Weird. No, <laughs> tell me. I all right, whenever whenever the dragon attacks, it gives all of your instants and sorceries flashback. Oh, the graveyard. yes, that the one. The card is bonkers. Yeah, and it's not played enough. It's super cheap, um, and it goes great in a ton of decks. So, play it more. <laughs> Get that number up and play it more. So yeah, check out curated. Uh, I spec'd on it. <laughs> yeah, that's a play, play it a lot more, all of you. Go buy, buy more. Buy them for all your decks, even if you don't have that color in there. Uh, so you can check that out. Best thing to do is you watch the video, and the next best thing you do is like the video. Watch and like. The other video you or videos you can watch is uh, Proxy Time. Uh, do that Proxy Time Live, uh, design proxies, and that's the stuff you can choose from if you're a part of the Discord. I don't know what I made. Maybe it was a duel. Maybe it was a fetch because those are due. I need to finish off that set. So Tis true. whatever it is, it's popping up right now for you on YouTube. You can also see our faces if you jump on YouTube and our guests that are coming up in a little bit. Uh, if you jump on YouTube, you can see us all on there. See all the cards we talk about. Everything we discuss will pop up there. And then you guys can check us out on Twitter. That is where you can see everything that we talk about here or advertise or whatever for like, hey, this video is coming up or is out. We pop it up there. You can see Mail Day. You can see Card Sphere, uh, Mail Day stuff. You can see... Sh no, we don't even do Not Sharing with Adam. But you can direct message us there. Or if you need a suggestion for... Or if you have a suggestion for Stump the Smith Savant, don't do it there. Email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. Adam's eyes only, so Larry can't cheat. All right. Now... story, bro! You were waiting for that. You <laughs> were was. waiting for that. I... I Looked at the card, <laughs> finger on button, finger on button like this. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. It is everyone's favorite game show. I I can believe at least three people like it. <laughs> All right. So if you guys don't know how this game works, I'm going to read the flavor text of a card. Larry's going to guess, try to guess what that card is. He has three clues he will get he will ask yes or no questions he has five chances if he gets five wrong he loses and our stumper will win whatever the ante is uh every time he asks a yes or no question if he gets it right he will hear this hello boobies if he gets it wrong he will hear this wrong 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 uh this week like i said it is sir chance a lot 007 from the discord who has given me this card all right, here we go. You ready? Only yeah, all right. the Cabal can make a fight to the death more deadly. Oh, and by the way, Esper Sentinel is the card, the ante that is up for grabs, if you can stump Lowry. So only the Cabal will could make a fight to the death more deadly. Pyrexian Arena. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Are you fucking kidding wrong. me? Ah, damn it. Okay. I, so I know it. I know this one. <laughs> you you were cocky as hell. Right I was there. so you confident like, in that Fuck one. Fuck yeah. Mic drop. 
Um. Uh, now that I when I shit when I uh, edit back, I'm gonna just see your cocky face. Just like I got this. <laughs> I got this. You kept talking. I wanted to just do it. Uh, okay. All right. Only, Only the, cabal the cabal can make can make a fight a fight to, to the, the death, death more deadly. Oh no 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 no. Okay, I got it. It's a red card. It is gratuitous violence. Hello, boobies. Look at you. Look at you. Got wow, it. that was quick. That's like your sex Got life. It. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but more enjoyable. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you, hon. Hello, boobies. That's what you're saying. Hello, boobies. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. All right. So that was week three. Uh, mm -hmm. If we go another week. Without you getting stumped, we add to the ante. So I expected to get stumped right there because I'm kind of drunk. So <laughs> I, just I, like I how, definitely knew I that. I like one. how cocky you were in that first one. You're like, I know. I swear <laughs> I thought it was Phyrexian Arena, but it totally makes sense. Yeah. The, I, the clues was features two men with weapons for hands fighting in a Colosseum. Uh, and I broke, caught a, did you know this? Caught a reprint in the D&D Commander decks. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that. And then I was I put in text features doubling. So the doubling damage. Fun stuff. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So that was that. Now we are going to jump into our interview with Efren and Ted about Cardsphere. We have super special guests this week. Uh, we are joined by the fellows at Cardsphere. And first of all, I have to, well, I should introduce you guys first. So we have Efren here. Say hi, Efren. Hello. Glad to be here. And then also Ted. Ted is joining us from Cardsphere. Hey, folks. Uh, I do have to give you guys this. Welcome to a meat forest. That sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, that's a little, that's uh, Lowry's son doing uh, our little welcome to the meat forest. But uh, so you guys are here. You're joining us. You guys are going to explain to us what what is Cardsphere? I mean, how does this all work? Everything. We have questions. Lowry's been using this for how long, Lowry? I mean, you've been going on... I, at least three years at this point, yeah. and it's been three and a half probably. But yeah, I, I love the service. I, I talk about it all the time. Hopefully, people I know on our Discord, people have really enjoyed getting into uh, Cardsphere, um, and you guys have been super nice and contacting uh you know i think you guys have given us the uh the premium membership for talking you know having people join and stuff like that which has been really been nice uh and so i'm really excited to have you guys here because i just i really like cards for a lot so it'll be great to hear more about it and stuff hey, so thanks so much We're yeah first off i guess here. you guys uh explain who you guys are and basically how you guys got into magic, when you guys started and all that kind of just a background of each of you guys here. Okay. I guess I'll, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll start. I guess <laughs> I didn't throw it to either one of you. I just kind of <laughs> left it open and then you both fight over it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, then we dance. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going first? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Efren. I'm in Texas. I'm the only um, American uh, member of the card sphere team. My other two mm -hmm. business partners are in Canada. Uh, I started playing Magic back in right around Avison Restored is when I started okay. playing. My nephews got me into it. Um, nice. And yeah, you know, I was, you know, I knew about it in high school and all that. And I, I had this thing where like, 
like I'm nerdy. I read comics and I like Star Wars. I'm in the computers, but I'm not that nerdy. I'm not like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I am that guy. Yeah. yeah. I just, I was in denial. Once my nephews actually got me to try it and I, I was, I still, I didn't really understand it. Um, and nobody there was does. This, yeah. We there, was still this, don't. there was this kid that used to sit in front of me and in, uh, in English and his name was Nereo Lopez. And he, he's actually a magic judge now. And he was always telling me about it. And wow. I was like, well, tell me how to, how, how it works. Right. And he had like, he explained it like a real romanticized version of magic. He's like, these are your lands and you need these lands. For, you know, the lands you visit means you can cast spells. I was like, I don't get that at all. Uh, you know, it wasn't until my nephews explained to me that it's just mana. I was like, oh, well, that's way easier than the last person. that tried to do. <laughs> So it then, sounds, yeah. Like, I totally understand why you're saying like, I'm not that nerdy. Well, yeah. <laughs> there are varying levels of nerdiness in magic yeah. as well, right? Yeah, I think my, my last holdout with the nerdiness is I'm not really into anime. I'm kind of flirting with it. That's like the last holdout. And then I'm just like full-blown, full-blown nerd. Like I'll just do anything nerdy. So what yeah. what animes are you, do you know what animes you want to watch or uh, like entice my, you? My wife is big into anime. So she, okay. the very the very first one I watched, I guess, I mean, I've probably seen other animes, you know, but she got, she got me to watch, um, uh what's the the one with the with the witch with the witch you know. i don't yeah. i don't know a ton of them i know oh, kiki's delivery TV service kiki's delivery service never, i don't know that one i've never even heard of that one you never no. heard of kiki's delivery service no okay. i haven't um enjoyable very nice yeah i really liked it okay. um and then i and then i got in i got uh i watched um god and i can't remember the name the one where they put scarlett johansson in the movie what's the oh uh ghost, in, uh, the ghost in the shell yeah i watched ghost yeah. in the shell that was pretty good and and then i watched which i really liked was cowboy bebop because one of our cards I've heard mods, a lot of that like sent uh, me, he sent it to, to me on blu-ray and i like that one that one is just like super cool so is it okay. sweet. Yeah. yeah so i've seen a little bit of it but i'm not that into it yet um but i i can tell that like i bought akira and everyone tells me like that's the that's the gateway drug like once you watch that you're going to be into anime so i've had it for like several months and i'm just like looking at it like <laughs> You know, I don't have time the, to get into something else right now. Yeah, we're 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 making sure Efren has enough time to consume Sandman before it comes. To yeah, that. I'm reading Sandman. <laughs> right. So, Sandman's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I've been really enjoying it so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been I've been checking in with Efren like first thing in the morning every morning. Where did you get to? Where did you yeah. get to? <laughs> so, and, and I'm I, very I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very like anti spoiler of anything. So I always say I like to be unsullied like. Movies, I don't even like to have seen a trailer. Yeah, I, I know. Just Sometimes wanted, you, I just, I just I, want to see the name of the movie and who's in it, and I'm, I'm sold. I don't even need to know who's in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sometimes I do that. A horrible, uh, uh, buddy movie because I have the biggest mouth in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when, when I love stuff, I'm really enthusiastic and want to share about it. So, like, not yeah. saying stuff to Efren about uh, Sandman is, is really yeah, hard. Yeah, he, he's very exuberant about stuff that he likes. <laughs> I think the best example of me not wanting to know anything is, and we're getting way off magic here. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, all like, right. Uh, Don't worry about it. We don't know my wife and I, she would get so annoyed because we go to the movies and they spoil the, the trailers are ridiculous. So anytime a, a trailer's coming out for a movie I yeah. want to see, oh, yeah, yeah. I would cover my ears and I would like hum and she'd be like, shut <laughs> up. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't want to know anything. So I would always do that with Marvel movies and Star Wars. And so when we went to go see 
Spider-Man Homecoming. And if you unsullied, then don't listen to what I'm about to say. We're walking into the theater and there's this giant cutout of Jake Gyllenhaal wearing the Mysterio <laughs> outfit. Yeah. And I'm like, and I look and I go, what stupid movie is he in now? I go, look at this guy. I was telling my wife, I go, what, how bad is this movie going to be? I had no idea he was in Spider-Man. The yeah, movie we're funny. going to. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Amazing. So my gateway later. anime, and, I, and I'm and i assuming Ted has watched this as well, but that is Death Note. No, I've never heard of it. I highly suggest it. My, our, our cousin Jesse got me into it decade plus ago. Really cool idea. Like a demon drops a book. No, no, no spoilers. Okay. Check it out. Just check it <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, no, really cool. okay. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Is that a series? I have to cover these and movie? these ears. It's, it's only like two seasons. Okay. So it's, and it doesn't go further. And that's, yeah. that's, it's really cool. Like idea thinking I, I enjoyed, that's what got me into it. I'm not like big time in anime, but I do enjoy like the, the bigger ones i guess right. the ones that show up on netflix and stuff like that so but like I the only introduction that i have to anime is princess mononoke and that's my that's good i yeah. love that yeah. one so much but that's just a movie so i've never done like a series or anything like that so yeah the the, the movies i know the miyazaki ones i i know yeah pretty well those are uh, I, I mean I his stuff has ever seen that yeah Kik show. kiki's delivery service is a miyazaki one. Oh, is it okay nice. yeah, yeah. Ted, what uh, animes do you like? Here is your anime <laughs> podcast. Just <laughs> uh, the Miyazaki. That's, that's really it. Cool, cool. So, uh, Adam, you do your spiel. You're good well, at it. <laughs> you're fine. Ted, well, I'm no, drinking a just, beer. I'm drinking a beer. Well, Ted, why don't you uh, give us a little background of you? Oh, really quick, uh, Everton, I did want to ask you this before we jump over to Ted here. What's your favorite format in Magic? Uh, the only format I play now is Commander. I, I've, I've played Standard Woo! when I first started, and um, I, I, I tell the story anytime everybody asks me. I was a fool. I played Standard, and everybody would tell me, well, your cards aren't going to be worth anything after rotation. I didn't fully mm. understand what that meant. So yeah. I had like four different Standard decks. I had like, and I was like, what do you mean Huntmaster of the Fells isn't going to be $35 <laughs> forever? Right. Like, And I was like, I'm not getting rid of this card. And and it rotated the, all my decks rotated and i was devastated and then right after that i i discovered commander and then i just have that's pretty much all i've played since i played arena a little bit and then got annoyed with the the price model and then so i pretty much just only play commander now yeah okay yeah. that's that's the right answer yeah it is it really is once you play commander nothing else compares exactly it's, hard. it's 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 such a good game for I mean, that's why I have a podcast about it. I don't even need yeah. to explain it. That's... I think it's okay. I enjoy yeah. Commander sometimes. I prefer modern, honestly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, so Ted, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where, where are you from? How did you get into Magic? And what's your favorite format? Um, I'm from Ottawa, Canada, uh, where I uh, live uh, along with our other uh our other partner, Michael, who's our who does all the development for Guardsphere, whereas Efren and I uh, run it. Uh, I don't live with Michael. We just both <laughs> live in the same city. It's, it's okay and, if you do. It's yeah, fine. It's, fine. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's 2021. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I've been playing Magic actually since, uh, since Revised. Nice. Which was, you, you know, when I was maybe 21, something like that. I'm, I'm a little bit on the older end of the spectrum for magic players i think it's fine uh, it's so 2021 
<laughs> are you just pointing out how old he is Larry? is that what no. you were just doing there? that's not hey, i was fine. just saying it's everything really goes we're fine we're good <laughs> really we're really good. old yeah. um, <laughs> just about oh well, yeah twice as old as the game yeah. um but i um yeah i picked it up and, and revised because i read about it in games magazine it used to be uh like a board game and sort of puzzle magazine combined in one and they would also okay. cover video games a little bit and uh, I read this half page review and said, this is it. I, I mean, this sounds insane. I went and got uh, my first uh, starter pack at a hobby shop that was mostly for model trains. And that was mm. uh, one of the best places to buy packs in Ottawa. That's awesome. And I played, uh, <laughs> played uh, basically played commander before there was a commander. So multiplayer, you know. Uh, yeah. I guess we used to call it star format and people would uh, often choose like a mono color and you would play against your enemies, mm. that sort of thing. And Interesting. I, you know, I haven't heard that before. Table I with, haven't either. <clears throat> sitting around a table with four other guys and, uh, you know, not much to do in the summer. We we're kind of young, bummy kids, did a lot of drinking, a lot of <laughs> magic, you know, lucky to the bar, yeah. come back, play more magic, a little more inebriated. People are drunk, you yeah. know. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, and then eventually I, I stopped playing the game. I took a really long hiatus. We sold out of our cards, all of our duels, all that stuff um, to buy headsets so that we could play Halo together. Ah. In my Magic playing crew, we switched to Halo. That makes sense um, though. And then after, you know, around uh, the time that Innistrad was releasing, uh, sort of late scars block kind of thing. Uh, I came back to the game through uh, Duels of the Planeswalkers on the Xbox. <laughs> and also uh, some close friends had uh, kids that were getting to be the age where we wanted to introduce some fun, cool games when we went on vacation. So we bought like the Deck Builders Toolkit. Uh, you know, I started playing and started teaching my, my friends that didn't know how to play from before. Turned out there was uh, someone who had played on the Pro Tour at my work. Wow. Oh, then I discovered wow. a few more players <laughs> and developed into having, you know, sort of two play, play groups. One, this <laughs> super intense, spiky, combo-rific play group that uh, were really intense and really invested in the game. And then all my, you know, drunk pothead friends who just want to play... <laughs> commander and get messed up and you know people <laughs> whose turn is it that sort of thing um oh man and, that drive uh, me nuts that, whose turn that sounds it? like a really healthy addiction to me so <laughs> <Yeah. I'm... laughs> so you know we uh, i just fell into it and i like the trading but uh you know i've got that sort of i don't know well maybe it's not a well-known typical canadian thing but you know a bartering kind of uh, makes a lot of Canadians uncomfortable with, you know, you've heard the Minnesota story. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Said apologizing. So a lot of <laughs> us uh, find it uncomfortable to, to trade. And I was using Deckbox and uh, yeah. it just, it was, it, I love Deckbox as a site. I think Seb makes an amazing product, but the constant haggling with people yeah. and everyone trying to get their, their leg up on the other person and, trying to take the advantage in the trade. And it just it just really felt bad, right? 
And then I was this is a great segue. To, uh, yeah, I know. You're segue. like, you're, you're, you're segueing <laughs> yourself to what we we're about to talk about. That's awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we don't I even need to kick it. To, uh, <laughs> I was listening to uh, the heavy metal pod or heavy meta podcast with uh, Kevin Metal and, uh, okay. you know, Maddie Studios back in the day. And they had a lot of friends that would pop in. And I was listening to it and they started um, talking about Buka Trade and this amazing new trading site and I got on board and I loved it and I was a really invested uh, trader on that system and it was fantastic and then then they let it all fall apart and <laughs> I wanted to keep doing it so you're stealing like my my talking points for you because this is exactly <laughs> what I was gonna get at like all this stuff okay okay yeah uh, let's let's get well, into we can, this. I can slow down and shut up oh no, you're I totally fine this, you're, you're making right this now. you're making this easy I don't even yeah. have to go over and, like try to do a transition or anything right. but that's how right. my like as people know for, from our podcast I sell I, I do eBay but I did do back in the day puka mm -hmm. trade like that yeah. was where i would dump my cards that were like five dollars and under like ebay that you can sell on ebay basically. right e e I, you know get rid of them and you know save a bunch of money and then get a big card for that about right. the time lowry and i were doing that the first what probably six months maybe we were getting was fantastic good yeah, trades. I really enjoyed like we were getting trade. stuff back and then it just went just yeah. crashed you couldn't get crap um, there, the only you had thing to like overpay for a ton every, of stuff. Yeah. Like 150, you know, paying 200 dollars for basic lands, the full art basic lands from yeah. unsets. Like it, it was getting a little wild out there. Yeah. And that's like, I went from Puka, Puka trade, Adam stopped trading altogether. I mm. went on the deck box and I, and I enjoyed it, but like what you're saying, like there is a lot of haggling and it's really time consuming. Yes. And and sometimes you can just kind of go through and like when you're doing that kind of thing at a LGS or on, on deck box or that style of trading. Yeah. It is time consuming. And me as a dad, like, I just don't have that time. Like I've, I, I, and, and with card sphere, it's just really passive and right. every card I've ever gotten or given, I don't feel bad about it. Right. And, and because there isn't that I'm haggling. Yep. Yeah, you you choose when you're investing the the time. It sounds like you and I enjoy it for the same reason, right? Yeah. I I have kids. I've got a lot of responsibilities, and mm -hmm. I am not well suited to putting a store up on eBay or you know TCG exactly. Player because someone can just then all of a sudden you know I've got to pack twenty orders tonight and drive my kid. To swimming. Right? Oh, you're talking about what my day is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it's mentally in my head. I'm like, oh, after we're done with the cast, I gotta put all these orders together together and send those out. But we're yeah. that, explain kind of you guys what what card sphere is all about because right after Puka Trade kind of crashed and did its thing, shortly after that is when we kind of heard about you guys mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, at that point, I just was, I was already, I was still selling eBay. I, Puka was more to get rid of my lower stuff. Right. But then I just cut all the low stuff out and I just stayed with eBay. But Lowry, we heard about it and Lowry jumped on board and you were in it quick. Like you understood yeah, it within weeks of us hearing about, we actually heard it from uh, Saffron Olive from MTG, you know, Goldfish. Um, mm -hmm. So we heard it from him. I just, from a podcast, I just heard him say, uh, Cardsphere is actually kind of a cool site. You know, if you liked Puka, blah, 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 blah. And this is and, what, three and a half, 
ish years. That's right when we started the cast. And so told it said, you know, we talked about it on the cast and Larry the next week was in it. And he's like, dude, Puka trade or Puka trade is dead. That was not what card sphere is really good. <laughs> like, yeah, I've already gotten this, this, and this, and this. And I was like, really? Like, and then each week he just kept having more. And I think we even might've done a segment on card sphere early on. I don't know. Oh, we definitely have. Yeah. 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 We, we've definitely talked about it at least two, three times, like specific yeah. segments about it. But and, I guess the big thing is, yeah. is like, what, what do you, what do you guys do? Like, what is the site? How does it all work? Just the basics. So, so people know so, while we're talking about this, what it's actually, what's happening with this site. It's not a, you're not selling your cards in there. This is a trading site kind of thing, right? Well, uh, a lot of people use Cardsphere for a lot of different models. Efren, do you, do you think you could jump in and explain one or two of the sort of different ways people that people use the system that's a really good point yeah yeah if you so if you know we've been talking about puka trade this whole time and if you if you know what puka trade was and you remember how it worked then you could jump right into cards here it works exactly the same way mm -hmm. except okay. we have we use real money there's no yeah. points yeah. you know that that was what caused puka trades collapse so um it's basically works just like that you you put in all your inventory and then when you're ready to sell or send or you know trade your card away you just hit send and we match you with people that want those cards and you mail them off and then that the credit for that card for those cards get put into your account and with that you can choose to buy cards or you can choose to cash out and, and receive money for your mm -hmm. cards via paypal so that's the big difference with us from puka trade is that there was no way to cash out a puka trade and so yeah. when it collapsed, yeah. everyone was just stuck with these useless yeah, points. Right. And, you know, <laughs> um, so we went through that and we were, you, we were all angry users on Reddit and we just kind of <laughs> grouped up together yeah. and like, we're like, let's just do it. And they used to, everyone used to say and just agree that you can't do Puka trade with real money because that's money laundering. Like everyone just said that. And, you know, it was <laughs> like, it, what is even is, and I, I always think of, remember office space when they, when they're trying to figure out how to launder the money and the guy comes over selling magazines that are like, and they're trying to like figure out like, they reminded me of that because everyone just kind of accepted like, oh, well, you can't do that because it's it's money laundering. And, you know, it turns out you can, you can do it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so um, that's one way, you know, if, if you're just going to trade cards for cards, if you really want to just turn your cardboard into other cardboard, yeah. then there's not a, a less expensive way to do it. You just, you only it's ever fantastic. pay- yeah, you only ever pay the the one percent fee when you're sending a card, uh, and you don't pay anything when you buy. Uh, so if you're if you're in it just to get rid of old decks and make new decks, then no one can compete with cards here at all. Um, if you just want to sell, and and you know, Adam, I know you said you sell a lot of eBay. So before cards here, I used to sell. I used to be into finance a little bit. I used to have a TCG player store and an eBay store. Um. And the eBay store and, and TCG player, there's a couple, you know, a couple of big differences. And that's, you don't sell on cards for until you're ready. So you go on cards for mm -hmm. and hit send and you decide what to send. Whereas on eBay or TCG player, you could just be sitting there on a Sunday night and all of a sudden you got to pack up a card because you'll get an email. You, you, that happened to me all the time. Yep. That's my, that's you my know, a, every a day. Car, <laughs> a card that I listed years ago on, <laughs> on ebay for some reason was still there and i'll get an email and say hey you just sold yeah uh that tameo you had up there because the <laughs> price the price went up and now somebody bought it and i was like right. do i even still have the card anymore yeah <laughs> so you get so you get to do it on your own terms yeah. um that's the real big advantage and then some people for sure. For sure. 
uh, also use it just as a buy list and they mm. don't they don't sell on on cards for at all they just put up a buy list a lot of stores do it a lot of local game stores will just have this buy list so they're and, they're putting cash into it and then yeah, they're putting cash in. somebody like me people. would send them the card and get their credit yeah you, okay. you can deposit cash in there and then so they're depositing cash put up a buy list and they're just buying cards and then they're going and selling them on on a tcg player or an ebay and that's there's no charge to buy on cardsphere you know you you know we don't even charge you a credit card fee when you deposit money yeah. uh, via paypal so okay. if you oh, wanted to nice. just buy cards and you didn't want to send cards at all you just want to buy them uh, you just deposit money, you put the cards you want to buy, you put for price you want to pay, and you wait for the, the cards to roll in. It's a good it's a good way to get discount on cards. You know, if a card is ten dollars, you could put money in and say, Well, I only want to pay, you know, nine dollars for this card. Right. Yep. And you'll and get it's it because all, it's all percentage based, right? Like yeah, you know yeah. that part where you're like, okay, yeah, like you said, the card, but I'm only gonna pay 80% of that. It's all like that yeah. kind of base. Okay. Yeah, and your and your offer, you get to set a limit. So if you only want to pay ten dollars, you put a ten dollar limit. So if the card spikes uh, overnight, nobody can send you a fifty dollar card and clean out your account because we automatically mm -hmm. put a limit that you can then change. Uh, and and conversely, awesome. yeah, conversely, it, it fluctuates. So if the price drops, your offer goes down, so you end up paying less. And and that's another thing with like TCG Player and eBay, it's really a race to the bottom, right? Right. You, on TCG Player, you, if you're not on that first page, you might as well not even be selling the cards. So exactly. everyone is just lowering That's and why lowering, I don't lowering sell their that. prices. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just lowering and lowering their prices until yeah. until they show up on there, and you know you you avoid that rat race on cards here. Right. Um, yeah. And, and one thing that you guys do really nice when when we're talking about that price protection is also if there is a card announced to be reprinted you guys are really quick and you have like a 24 hour protection, like mm -hmm. no trades on this card and you can change it. You might not want the card anymore because you know, it's going to go lower or you're just making sure that people don't get cashed out by expensive yes. spell skites and stuff yeah. like that, you know, and then the, the, and I, I really appreciate that. I, oh, good, yeah. I like that uh, a yeah. lot. Cause I'm like, Oh, I, a little bit like e your eBay store. I was like, Oh, I got that card on there go through yeah, like that's happened to me okay, so yeah, many times yeah. <laughs> my, my list of wants is so long on there that i'm like yeah. and, but and we have yeah. a lot of those those user protection things because that's all stuff that we got burned on uh, mm -hmm. on puga trade because when your market is reversed and the seller is initiating the trade well then there's people can be predatory and dump things on people that have money in their account right yep. uh, a reprint yeah that's going to create our price, you know, people will, will try and go and just dump them and, yeah, or, or a spike, or, you know, we were talking about before artificial price spikes, you know, when that does happen on card sphere, it doesn't happen as often as other sites, but when it does, mm -hmm. um, you know, someone could come along and just dump a card on you that, that happened to me a bunch of times back, back on the other sure. side. Mm -hmm. with tokens, and that, and that's where I was talking about, like, I never feel bad about getting a card for, with your site card sphere. It's just like, it just works right yeah. like it just like you're not getting screwed on the spikes you're not getting screwed on the reprints mm -hmm. you're um you kind of have the percentage that fluctuates with wherever the price is you have the price cap that you don't want to pay beyond that if there is an incredible spike and you're not ready for it like there is just so much protection for the for the people that are passively getting it you know mm -hmm. if if you're not right on top of spoilers you're not going to get screwed and yeah. that's where I'm like, you, it's just a really good experience. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you experienced we're, we're, that. And you know, hearing that sort of thing from uh, from our users, 
it, it's really invigorating because it's it's a tough thing to do uh, run all aspects of the business with with three people at it. That, Even though yeah, we do yeah. get lots of help from the community. Um, uh, but you know, uh, it's important to us that uh, there's fairness built in for everyone. And uh, th that's a remarkably challenging problem on the internet, you know. Uh, there, there's a lot of different uh, personalities involved. You have, you know, people that that are sending because it's fun and it's part of the game for them, right? Yeah. And they don't care so much about maximizing value. But on the other hand, you have people that are serious finance people that are running their businesses and trying to move their business over all the way into Cardsphere and operate totally through that way. And wow. we have to find the right sweet spot to make sure that there's fairness for senders, fairness for uh, the buyers, and that we catch and remove bad actors very, very quickly. And uh, this is one of the reasons why Efren and I ourselves handle every single uh, customer service aspect of the company. So and <clears throat> we look at every dispute between users and uh, at every stage where that has seemed like, you know, we're beginning to, you know, go underwater uh, from the amount of it, from the amount of customer service, we've gone back to Michael, who is a brilliant problem solver, and he'll give us the tools to uh, allow us to address more people more quickly and, uh, you know, multiply our efforts. So awesome. uh, we, we really like that. And, uh, you know, anyone who's dealing with magic via the mail needs to know that uh, there is a reality of bad actors out there. And yeah. that's yeah. both as buyers and sellers, but with four years experience, uh, dealing with all kinds of disputes and seeing all kinds of situations, you know, Efren and I are pretty on top of uh, the signs for catching the bad actors and we take it very seriously to remove them Absolutely. from the system very quickly. And that's the awesome part is we talked about it pre-cast here, but a little bit, but it's just you three that are running this whole thing. Like that's insane. Yeah, which that is crazy. Just, yeah, that's you insane. Three, like it's a well-running site. Like it's, you guys have a uh, nice You got tutorial. that button? You got that button for clapping? Uh, I do, I do. There we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> hey, I clap when I hear other people clapping. <laughs> but uh, seriously, you guys, uh, you have you three running it. Um, it's You have the tutorial videos on there as well. I was looking at those earlier. Like those are fantastic too for people that really want to learn each part of it, if you wanted to sell or, you know, trade your stuff, if you're trying to get stuff, great videos, good tools on there as well. Like this is just, you guys have a well running machine there. I like it a lot. Yeah, thank you. So with the tutorials here, here's a question that I, I, I have is what is some of the, the best advice you would want to give to somebody new coming to Cordsphere and something Me. that you see experienced Me. What experience? Me. Yeah, somebody like Adam. <laughs> what would you give them advice to do to start and be comfortable with it? And then I got another a follow up, but I'll, let's let's. Uh, well, I, I, I want. Yeah, I think Adam is already ahead of the game because almost nobody reads anything or watches anything that we put up there. It's, <laughs> so by by having watched the tutorials, he's already miles ahead of what most people are. That's been the most frustrating thing for us. Is you know. 
we have tutorials, we have FAQs and all this stuff. And we have pinned mm -hmm. things in our discord and, and in our subreddit and people just ignore all that and they come in and, and, you know, ask the basic questions. So really the tutorials explain, <laughs> explain how, you know, the hardest part that people have trouble grasping is how it works. They'll sign up for it and they, they don't understand mm -hmm. why nothing's happening. You know, they, you know, it's reverse of any, every other market. So uh, really the best advice is to watch the tutorials yep. to, to learn how it actually works. And yep. everyone okay. who can get past that seems to really, really uh, not just have success, but a lot of people like it, you know, they get excited when they get a mail and they say, Oh, what card is that? Oh, I'm getting that yeah. card. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And, card uh, card editor is, fun. is, it is, it is fun to job do. done, but it's, it's still, it's still fun. Uh, if I can add something to what Efren said, uh, for someone like Adam that's used to uh, other marketplaces and, and pretty much knows the game and knows what they want to get out of the system, uh, one of the most valuable things you can do is join our Discord community because that's all of, all of the whales on the site are in our Discord and, and <laughs> also all of the sort of heavy users and the entrenched people. We've got an unbelievable uh, mod team who helped us. With I got a heroin heavy usage. <laughs> it's, no, it's, when I'm putting the kids to bed, I, I would sit down like, it's generally like 20, 30 minutes outside of the room. And I'm just going through card sphere. It is addicting for me because like things change so fast. It's when somebody puts something up, it can show up. If you have, you know, if you have a large array of cards that you're willing to send. And so like, for me, I'm always seeing something different like three times a day. And so I can just be like, oh, that's new. Cool. And then I can send, like, I'm definitely not one of the, the whales per se. Like when I look at the, the top leaders and, and how much money is being sent and how many packages, but it's enough to keep me occupied. And, and if not more, that's why it's even more impressive that it's just you three managing the whole site. And I can barely manage my trading stuff. <laughs> so um but yeah i i'll i'll be checking out the discord here soon i didn't okay, even cool absolutely. Any, anyone should you know uh as far as saving time this is uh if i could coin you know rodney's razor it would be that you know i made or or, or as part of the team to make card sphere because i really wanted to get my time back for trading right mm -hmm. i didn't want trading to take this time and now I have no time for trading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I can't pull cards to send out orders because I've got to edit articles. Or, or, I feel or it, man. Load up, uh, load up uh, ratings on the the draft simulator, which is another one of our uh, products. So beyond mm -hmm. a marketplace, we also try to put out uh, remarkable uh, content and. Uh, you know, we've been lucky enough to work with content creators of all all sizes, and mm -hmm. uh, and and some really amazing people. And then we also have a uh, a draft simulator, which uh, we built uh, rather than uh, going with a, a sponsorship of uh, like someone else's draft simulator. Uh, mm -hmm. We decided to build our own because we didn't want a draft simulator experience filled with ads and with pop-ups bugging people to put in their emails. And right on. Yeah. Yeah. None of which I was aware of. I just made the suggestion to, <laughs> to Afrin, you know, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should sponsor this. I use this guy's draft simulator every time a new set comes out. <laughs> Afrin goes and sees the Viagra, like 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Are those targeted ads, though? I don't know. <laughs> not, not, not for me. No, no. The uh, so okay, and and one thing that I just saw that you kind of made an announcement. What is your connection with a lot of chatter on our Discord for YouTube? But I hate your deck. What it, you guys are now that's being featured on the cards for your front page. I noticed that. Are you guys like sponsoring them? Is this like a partnership? What what is going on there then? Uh, well, I hate your deck. We were their first sponsor. You were um, their first sponsor. Yeah, okay, so, very cool. So we sponsored. You know, we we started paying attention to them, and I I mostly act as the influencer manager at, at Cardsphere, and uh, this was something that had we had just me and Ted had both just come across it. And we we're looking at it, and we said, "Hey, look at this show. These guys are are pretty good," and you know, they had a couple thousand followers, and cool. Let's keep an eye on them. And then uh, one of their guests on that was on one of their first episodes is actually one of our top users on the site. Oh, that's kind of funny. Very and so cool. he was on the show and then he told them, you guys got to reach out to Cardsphere, you know, and, and see if you can get some kind of sponsorship going. And, and they, we said, well, we just so happen to be talking about it, but you know, so it's harder for us to sponsor uh, creators because mm -hmm. When you're talking about other places like a TCG player or a Channel Fireball or pretty much anyone else, you know, they don't pay. They don't actually pay. They give people a code to use and they say, well, give, tell your listeners to use this code. And then mm. if okay. they remember they to use the code, yeah. when they check out, then we'll give you a percentage of that sale. Well, Cardsphere doesn't do that. We just pay money. Mm. We say, here's your show. We can, we can offer you this much every month. And we're, you know, you don't have to give us referral clicks. You don't, people don't have to use a code. You just have this money coming to you every month. Um, but you know, our size, sometimes it's better for big, uh, bigger uh, content creators to use the code because they'll just get more money. Yeah. Um, so I hate your deck was, um, we were the first sponsor. And then like many of the creators we sponsor, once they reach a certain level, you know, here comes other places and they say, Hey, you know, we'll give you that code and, you know, they get enticed by the code and then they, they go and leave. <laughs> um, and that happened to them a couple months ago. And unfortunately they left and had uh, uh, a lot of reasons to want to come back. So they reached out to us last week and they said, Hey, we've grown quite a bit since you left and we have something really cool coming out. We happen to have had record some matches with Post Malone. They haven't gone live yet. Would you like to, that's awesome. We would love yeah. for Cardsphere's name to be on it. And, you know, we were more than happy uh, to welcome them back and do it. And it's been really great. We, we were awesome. super excited. And okay. and we got to uh, encourage Joseph. If you look at the early videos, oh, uh, yeah. jo Joseph uh, <laughs> or Black Nito, yeah. was, uh, he, he had a rant originally about, you know, don't buy your cards from these giant corporate retailers. And uh, we noticed the first time they produced a video for us. They or, took that or out, video yeah. that, not for us, but a video oh. that was sponsored <laughs> that they removed that. And we were like, oh man, that sucks. So <laughs> when, when they came came back to us with this opportunity to uh to re-sponsor them for you know the post Malone show, we were like, you know, could you put that but back I put it in? back in? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah, we I didn't yeah, we forgot about that. Let's put it back in. Yeah, That's but I awesome. think I, you know, but you know, uh, by design, um not really by design, but it's not accidental that a lot of people think Cardsphere is bigger than it is. A lot of people are shocked to know that it's just three people 
Yeah, yeah, we were. Uh, yeah. Running, yeah, it's just three people running part time because we do a lot of things to appear bigger than we are. So um, a lot of people are surprised. So it was, we thought it was funny that he took out don't buy from these big corporate stores. And we're like, do they think we're this big corporation? Yeah, you're ahead, buying sorry. from other people. You're buying from other people, mm-hmm. right? You're buying yeah. from local mm-hmm. game stores. So, you know, we, we don't have a warehouse or a, there's no cards for direct, you know, or anything like that. Yeah. So. So, and that's one of, I think one of the things that make it feel bigger is that you guys are um, kind of like in every country or like have some Mm -hmm. type of thing, like they're fully Europe and I've gotten cards from, I think I got cards from Afghanistan last year. Like it was crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and so it was just kind of like, how, how do you manage the foreign stuff, the foreign markets? Like do foreign, and also do foreign cards get traded? at all like at a at a margin like i'm assuming that a lot of your action is in the united states but but you know the largest uh sort of sub community is is in the united states uh and and it's really the united states uh market that we monitor for pricing so we don't actually adjust pricing uh for anyone in the uk we don't monitor uh magic card market uh or anything like that for for any pricing um but the thing is because people can make all their offers based on percentages everyone has the opportunity to sort of Mm self-correct right and so that's true i think that uh you know the sort of prevailing wisdom is the goofier your country's postal system is the the sort of a little more gravy you have to add on the top Right. So if you if you oh, want right. yeah if you if you want if you're in Brazil and you want someone to send you a package, you, you know you, you probably have to pay a little bit more than someone in the United States does. And is, I mean, this is even yeah, true yeah. for a lot of people uh, for Canadians, right? Because there's a lot a lot of people that choose to uh, operate only within their own country, mm-hmm. and you know more power to them. We want everyone to be able to use Cardsphere in the way that makes them feel comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we try and lure them out. You know, I'm sure you, you know that we have a badge system, uh, which yeah. took a lot of convincing uh, for Michael <laughs> to understand the utility of it. Uh, because it, was a, it was a challenging, big technical problem. And uh, and he solved it, of course. And uh, now we have people that hunt our badge hunters. And they they look to get all the country badges, right? Very cool. So, yeah. so that's if you trade with somebody outside of your country, you get a different badge for wherever yeah. you're trading. Okay. Yeah, and and so that works. Badge oh, that's that pretty works, cool. That uh, works a little bit like a a soft reputation system, mm. right? So if you look at uh, how much trade someone's done on Cardsphere, and you look at the kind of trades that they're doing based on the badges they've already achieved you can sort of get a feel as to who that person is. Yeah, that's right. uh, and you can see also, of course, they can put up profile notes, which can make or break someone in, in mail trading, as you guys probably know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is there a, a rating system kind of thing? Like after there isn't any type of rating after, Larry's shaking his head, that's why I'm saying. No, that. no, there isn't a, okay, so the, then, yeah, this is, this, the, yeah, this has been uh, kind of a, a topic that comes up pretty often for, for us um and because you don't you don't get to choose who sends you cards on card sphere that makes sense yeah you know with we kind of like 
every time somebody asks, comes and asks for us, and we'll say, well, what is exactly is the benefit if you're not getting, you know, we have, having only three people and one developer means we have to be very careful with where we spend our time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people say, we need a reputation system. They say, but, you know, we say, you know, you don't get to choose who sends to you. So what is, what yeah. is the, what is the benefit there? And as a buyer, you're protected. If, if you buy a card and it doesn't show up, you know, as long as, as long as you have a, a account in good standing, you know, you get refunded. So there's not really a benefit for that. Um, so we have been looking for ways to do it. Um, but you but have the number, a the number of send and receive number. That's what I was going to say. You have a, yeah, you can look at anybody's profile. Yeah. Sentence. And show how many okay. they've sent and received. And like Ted said, you can get their badge. See and, how many, what kind of badges they have. So. Okay. And ultimately, you know, if by the time someone would have negative reviews made of them in yeah, either we've role, removed them from we're, the we're, they're already gone. So how does that work with the, like the shipping? If, if the condition you get a card isn't up to par or something like that, is it pretty easy to send back? Just you're taking a picture of it or, or disputes, I guess, is my biggest mm -hmm. thing. Cause that's what you guys are saying you also handle personally, which that's yeah, gotta be, you know, that's gotta be a pain in the butt. I mean, is it mostly card condition or is it shipping stuff? I'm guessing shipping lately because shipping is just. It's far and away, it's car condition is, car the, most, is the most common reason. Yeah, this, uh, shipping issues are very, pretty rare. Okay. I think I think total, only total, I think Ted, you can correct me. I think it's like 3% of all of our trades get disputed and most of those are condition yeah, disputes. Two, so 2% are condition issues and the remaining 1% is, is everything else, including uh, lost packages, uh, yeah. you know, postage due. Postage due is a big one, yeah. That, that sort of thing. Um, it's mostly all condition uh, disputes. Okay. Uh, and, and, to and, your, and to answer your just, question, um, we, we mediate the thing. So this is like on, on, like on eBay, for example, uh, it's really tough as a seller on eBay because basically the the buyer can just say whatever they want and eBay is going to side with them and you're just right. out, out of here. Yep. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I um, know how that is. <laughs> so on Cardsphere, you get mediation from either me or Ted. You know, we're the owners and we mediate. We do all the mediation 100% of, of the dispute. Nice. So if a card gets lost, then the buyer has protection. That's that's true of any marketplace for any product, right? Yeah. The, the mm -hmm. buyer, you know, otherwise, why would anybody buy there? Buy. Yep. Um, but you know, either side can open a dispute. So with, on a condition, a buyer will open a dispute and we require photos. We require a straight shot of both the front and the back of the card because people, we found very quickly, people like to take a real up close picture of a little speck on the card and say, look at this card. This is moderately played. It's fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't play with this card. It's not playable. So we say, no, no, no. Give us a picture of the full front, full back of the card. And then what we do is we have a, an anonymous uh, voting system in our Discord. So if it's something that is not, I mean, we will look at a card and it's obviously not near mint, then we're going to say, hey, you know, you should not have sent this card as near mint, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and then we can adjust the price. We could say, you know, if, if the buyer yeah. wants to, you know, I'll accept it as, as a slightly played and, and the seller agrees and we'll do that. And, um, but you otherwise know, it, the sender, the original sender, uh, would be on the hook to pay for the cards return. Yeah. So if you're sending okay. cards out that are not near mint, um, you know, that's that's a problem that we have that will we we kind of caution people, hey, you need to be more careful with your grading and then eventually they'll, you know, get you do get yeah. removed. Yeah. So but you know in the in the in the cases where the sender and the and the buyer can't agree, 
most of the time when we come in, they've already agreed. Oh yeah. Sorry. I didn't look at the back of the card. That's a common one. They look at the front, not the back. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah. you know, we'll come I've in and make the adjustment. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come in and make the adjustment they agree to, but if they don't agree, we ask for the, those pictures and we take them to our, our, our discord and everyone votes on them anonymously for, for 24 hours. And then we come back with the results and that's what we use to make our ruling. Uh, so it's pretty fair and, and very transparent. You can go and look at our card and condition channel. All, all the votes stay up there. So you can go and look and see, get an idea of what the community um, has decided is near mint. And for me personally, I'm pretty, I've, I've found that I'm very lenient. I'm, I'm more lenient when receiving and very mm -hmm. strict when sending. Yeah. <laughs> if I see anything, I don't want any problems. So right. if I see a little spell, I'll just, I'll just say, I'm just going to send this as slightly blade, Light blade yeah. and, and send it out there. And, but when I'm buying, I really don't care. Cause I just play with it. Um, so I think I'm that's gonna, a good philosophy I, yeah. too. For yeah. just but and the community has very different opinions that I do most of the time. So, um, you know, it kind of removes that bias that you might have from anyone who's mediating on the other side of the computer, because I don't just make, take my personal judgment and, and say, no, no, no. Uh, this card is is near mint. You're being too picky. I'll take it to the to the Discord and have the community, you know, either agree. Or That's kind of cool. I like that that you have that little voting that system really on the cool. side. Yeah, I mean, if all else fails, you have that going to mm -hmm. mediate the whole thing, and it isn't you guys yeah. that is necessarily picking and choosing. And, you know, it's 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 not uncommon to have people who are overly picky with their condition, and you know. Um, there's people that just will take in, you know, they want a, you know, a piece PSA 10 mint yeah. card, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and they'll find any little issue and, and dispute it. And, you know, sometimes we tell them, Hey, you know, if you're expecting a card that you can send for grading every time, we don't support mint as a condition. Right. Exactly. I was about to say near mint it's near mint. Condition. It can have like, so, you know, not big you know, flaws, you, but you might have to go to a place like an eBay where right. you can see a picture of the card beforehand and be happy with that. Yeah. And, you know, cards fair might not be for you. Unfortunately, you know, we have to do that mm -hmm. from time to time. Awesome. Uh, okay. So I don't, is there any more, I do want to get to one question for both of you guys. And this one's a little more, um, oh, commander Smith. I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have liked to do this with other guests Wait, that we have. Hold on. Is there anything is that there you anything guys else would like we, to address before, before we, get we go to, to this, this next part? Silliness. Uh, anything we'd like to address. Yeah, you guys have me sold, and uh, to be honest with you, I was already going to jump on. Oh no, no, I have a personal no, you question. Weren't. You've been saying that for three years. That's, that's what I was going to say. So <laughs> I just sorted my tattoo guys collection and all, uh, building this house yeah. and all well, this. Yeah, well, you don't only have to be on one place. Like eBay is is really great if you're going to send like a play. If you want to sell a play set of cards yeah. at once, then you know that's that's a good place to do it. Sealed doesn't move a lot on cards here because of the way it's it's reversed, yeah. and you yeah. know you have where the sender has to cover the shipping. So, you know, sealed product, it's, you know, it doesn't move that often. You know, you might have to go to eBay or something like that. So, so my it, question for you though, is when I, when we talked years ago and Larry and I both were getting into this uh, and well, Larry got into it more than I did. I uploaded my entire collection from Puka over and I don't know how to delete it. <laughs> like, cause I don't okay. have those cards for trade anymore. I can, is I there, can. Is I can help you out. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You can, you, there's, there's a like delete all section. Yeah. There's in, a tab that says right, actions and you can go yeah. and read. I think that's been partially my internally like scared to get on there. I'm like, I have like five hours of work of going through and deleting all these cards. Yeah, and I don't know if I have them anymore. Yeah. You know, you know, I laughed when you said I imported our inventory uh, 
from Puka Trade because when we first started, there was a lot of uh, bad blood between the two sides, right? And mm. one of the things that they would commonly do that was that when we started, we said, we're not going to do that was they would paywall things that would slow down the, the, the flow of cards. And then Gross. other things that were like, Gross. like the, but, and other things that were like also weird, like it was paywalled to download your own inventory was paywalled. You could not do, you had to pay. So, so when we, silly. so when we started our developer, Michael, he made a little script for, I think it was for Chrome or Firefox that yeah. would, that, hey, just use this and you can go and export all your stuff. That's how I did it. That's how I did it. Oh, did yeah. you? Okay. Well, was that, was, that was our developer, Michael. from yeah. you guys. I, I, I swear <laughs> it was because I went through and took it, like showed me step by step yeah. how to take it. And yeah, I uploaded us. it and then one, happened. One, one thing that I don't think we've specifically addressed, I know we've kind of danced around it a little bit, is, is real money. Mm -hmm. and, and with one of the models that, I, I know one of my friends has done for a period of time and he, he's done other trades as well, but he was just sending cards and then cashing out. Mm -hmm. So he a would lot just, of people do that. yeah, yeah. There's, and we didn't specifically say that. So what are the rules to the cash out system? Because I think that can be enticing for a lot for people, not mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know about a lot, but I mean, I think it's another angle that's really kind of nice. It's because honestly, it's better than trading into an LGS because you're getting, I don't know. I'm old. The last time I tried to trade into an LGS, they were going to give me 30% and give me 20 bucks for $60 worth of cards. And I was yeah. like, F this. Well, you, I'm, and that's when I started trading. And I was like, that's not yeah. worth it at all. Well, you have a lot of buying power on cards here, right? Like even yeah. if you send at, at lower, you can also buy at lower. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're just going to sell, and when we started, we had a surprising amount of people that were just selling and taking their money and we didn't expect it. We said, we said, people are not going to want to pay these fees, I guess. But people in magic are just, I guess, accustomed to paying fees when they sell. So, <laughs> right. um, I know. <laughs> so when, so when you sell a, or when you send a card on card sphere, there's a 1% fee. And then if you're going to cash out and take your eBay payment, there is a 10% or $10, whichever is greater. So um, I mentioned earlier that we cover credit card fees when you cash in. So right. that's why we, you have to, we have that $10 minimum because otherwise if people were just cashing out $10, it would just bankrupt us because we're covering the fees. <laughs> yeah, I can't we're covering that. the fees when you're putting money in. So we have to make sure we don't lose money when people take money out. So that's Absolutely. why there's that, there's that $10 minimum. So, so we have people, So it's essentially a hundred bucks at least on the cash yes. out. Yes. So, um, yeah. And then, and then because PayPal, um, they can kind of be shysters. I'm sure everyone has heard stories about, what? about, uh, PayPal, right? Mm -hmm. um and you know when we moved over to it we we had a little scared because they locked our account and they said hold on what are you guys up to this doesn't look and we was like oh my god we just you know our company's ruined we were, we were panicking <laughs> and, and really they just they wanted uh, to know what we were doing so we just kind of typed it out and they're like okay well, we never heard yeah. from them again nice. um, <laughs> we, we've because had of that, that kind of experience a, a lot actually when we, when we went to uh the canadian equivalent of finsec to check to make sure that we weren't uh, enabling any kind of money laundering. <laughs> so like Michael and I are at our day job at the, you know, we're taking the, the timeout room to call the, the uh, FinTrack is what it's called in Canada. Mm -hmm. And, okay. you know, we're trying to, we've made this appointment and, you know, the woman's like, and tell me again, wh what are people selling? <laughs> like, you know, like, okay, this is the only way to explain it. 
Just Pokemon. like Pokemon cards, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And then she's like, okay, my nephew, he does that. And, and you know, at the end of, uh, she got her like supervisor on the call. And by the end of the call, everyone was laughing and having a great time nice. with the idea <laughs> that we were even concerned. They're like, no, no, go run. Yeah. Yeah. And, they said, uh, they we, said, we usually come looking for people. People don't usually come looking for us. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, was the, that was the big line. Uh, and recently, uh, speaking of PayPal and, and, and uh, our cash out and everything, um, as I'm sure you guys uh, both know, the IRS has changed the 1099 miscellaneous, right? Mm -hmm. And so instead, where it used to be, you could uh, personally sell $20,000 worth yeah. of goods online before you reported, they brought that down to 600. So this was kind they of did? an old moment for us. Yes. Yeah, st starting, um, starting tax season 2023 so starting next year you'll have to report you'll have you'll be 1099 from paypal or ebay uh that that tax shit season. so <laughs> that's what pretty I low six hundred dollars is very low yeah no it's, <laughs> it's really low that's, that's like nothing it's a, so <laughs> if 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 you sell on ebay i think cars is a great place to i might be switching over, over so that you don't have to you you don't <laughs> have to worry well, about well, this was another thing this was another uh. thing that we said Oh my God, this is going to end card sphere. So uh, we contacted an, an attorney here in the US mm -hmm. and, and Michael had a, had a meeting with him and he explained and he said, uh, oh no, you don't have to 1099 people. That doesn't count. And, and Michael came back to us and, and said, well, that seemed too easy. I don't really trust that guy. Let's go find somebody else. <laughs> So we, we contacted another lawyer and we had, a, tried had a, the Canadian side. This yeah, time. We had a big meeting with him. And that's where Ted was going is he came back and said, no, legally, what you're doing is a barter. And because we cash out during PayPal, we can't also 1099 people because then if they, if, if let's say this year they sell cards and we 1099 them, then next year they cash out. Well, now they're being taxed twice for the same money. Oh, he says sense. legally, legally your service is a barter. So as long as people get 1099 when they cash out, then you guys are not responsible for 1099 people that on cards you're 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 running a barter yeah uh, system yeah. yeah so uh you know so they would this, get a 1099 uh, this, is actually, this is a commander smith's exclusive yeah, yeah we have a, we're talking about it yeah, we've talked about in our discord we're like hey guys we're kind of uh shitting bricks over here because we think that we may have, if we if we had to 1099 everybody on card yeah. that sold a card it oh, may shit. have been the it may have been the end for us because we just there's only three people we can only do so much right, right. Yeah. so but you have to do you have to 1099 if they do cash outs is what you're saying though like no, no well PayPal, PayPal handles it oh okay PayPal, PayPal handles that part because okay. they already they are already doing that for our customers that do more than twenty thousand they reached they out to us right away that. and they okay. said hey you can't 1099 me because last year PayPal 1099 me because I so we have a couple people that have LLCs that run entirely on Guardsphere. Okay. And so they came back right away when we started, you know, we're, we're very open with what's going on with Cardsphere in our discord. And we're telling them like, look, Hey, our development is all stopped right now because we're dealing with lawyers and spending all this money. And right away they said, well, I already get 1099 from PayPal from you also. I, you guys can't also 1099 me on the site because now I pay twice and which is something we didn't even realize. So yeah. Interesting. Um, yep. Yeah. So because we, we send payment via PayPal, you know, unfortunately, come tax time 2023 if if you do a 600 total total on paypal you're going to get a 1099 not just from carcher from anywhere uh, you're going to you're going to get a 1099 sweet yeah. it's going to be uh it's going to be an interesting uh time for us to watch the marketplace 
Yeah. And see if we're sucks. going to be able to track more people uh, trading up, right? Yeah. Because this is my expectation is uh, that more people will start trading up to, to, to more expensive cards in place of cashing out via PayPal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, trig- that triggered one thing. What's your guys' most expensive card you've seen traded on the site? Can you guys say? Do you know? Oh, uh, well, we published the data. Yeah, yeah they do. Public. Yeah. Um, like I don't the, ever. I think we had a tabernacle. Is that the most expensive? Like uh, I know, I know this week or like the top ten of the last ten days or whatever is like a foil seventh edition sulfurous or the underground river. Yeah, I'm looking at. It yeah, right under, now. yeah, yeah. And I was we like, did have oh, yeah somebody we sent did have that. A, That's awesome. I know off I know Tabernacle. I don't think a Black Lotus has ever traded. There have been um, pieces of power. There have been powers frequently. We've had some moxes. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I think uh, the Tabernacle might have been the most expensive. I, I don't remember. And one of them, like uh last winter before locking down and everything, I somebody from Canada sent me a bayou, which was super awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and and that. so that was like you it's it's not something where it's like people feel more free. Like I was saying earlier, like it doesn't feel bad to send or receive. And so you're, you're getting kind of cards that you want and you can be more specific or really wide in what you want on your list of sends or getting. And generally like I can easily get 10 to $20 cards, which is way more difficult when it comes to that order. Like, deck box mm-hmm. system where you're going back and forth and everybody's trying to squeeze out the like absolute amount of like value that they can get out of the trade. Yeah. Like here it's just like I'm sending and receiving. Right. And mm-hmm. and I and I know I've told this story on the podcast before, but like when I started trading, I was on MTG Salvation back at like Avison Restored, Return to Ravnica area. And um I was trying to get duels because I just didn't have any. I was fairly, you know, I didn't play during revised really. And somebody was just like, well, $1 lightning bolts. You can't send out a hundred of them. You're not going to be able to trade a hundred of them (laughs) to get a hundred dollar underground C. And I mean, like I, I saw the concept and I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. I'm not going to be able to do that. But here technically you can, you can, yeah. But, but you're just, you know, a hundred different people are getting different lightning bolts. If that's what holy the crap is the shipping on that though. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're people? not well, suggesting well, to do that. Well, it's interesting but, because even now we kind of get like the criticism is like, well, I'm sure you could send all your, your draft chaff on there, but you're never going to get duels on there. And then there's another crowd that says, well, of course you can send expensive cards, but nobody's going to want all your draft chaff. Like there's like these two things. Yeah. And, yeah, and absolutely. really I've, I've found that the hardest thing to get is like just basic lands from a random set. Because when I make commander decks, I like to have the, first of all, I have to have my land, my basics matched. <laughs> yeah. And I like them. I yeah. Like, yeah, I am. And I like <laughs> them to be on flavor with the deck. If the commander is from Ravnica, I like to have Ravnica lands, etc. Um, like I made a I made a Negan deck, and I wanted to have well, I got the zombie swamp, but then I wanted to have some that looked just like Washington. One. They had the one to look like Washington D.C. Like what looks oh, most like Washington D.C. That's, that's, that's where Negan's from. Yeah. So like that's really the the hardest thing that I found because people just a lot of people just don't put the time take the time to have it's, the basics. That's time consuming. For wait, sure. wait, so, wait, really quick, you you put. 
effort into the basics. You hear that, Larry? The basic yeah. lands. That's that's my thing too. Is I like to have my, I like to pimp out the basics. And yeah, me too. You do what you I want. Love that too. So one I'm one gonna... thing, Adam, you talk about uh, concerned about the shipping, but actually we kind of make it easy to recover those costs because you can move a surprising number of tokens and yeah. You know, Oh. If you put this stuff in, right. the system gets rid of it for you, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. if you can use one of the scanners or if you can uh, download the... the yeah, even just uncommons. Uncommons is a good way. It's, it's, it's an, um, you can really get rid of a lot of this stuff. And I know what I'm doing have, soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I what, what I like to do, I know we call it anchor sending. So yeah. you'll go to your send page and, oh, here, I'm sending this guy this $17 card because he's got a 90% offer for it. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Then you go to his profile and see what his Find the other yeah, little bad stuff. offers are for the, oh, he's he wants, you know, I'll take 20 cents on a 50 cents uncommon right. anytime if I'm already sending to him. So then I'll, I'll get up enough to cover my 55 cent stamp or 58 now. And then I'm, I've covered my shipping by sending that card. Those cards that I would never been been able to sell anywhere else for anything. <laughs> yeah, right. They're not even yeah. buy listable. Yeah. Well, and, that's, and that's... I'm sure by now Lowry has seen one of the traders sending out a single card on a stamp. People that do had that. No yeah. business being sent out. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, people, that's probably send you, people, cheaper people than that, the stamp. That do yeah. it as a hobby. They'll send you a 15 cent card by itself in a in it a top loader. If I know if, it doesn't, if but it I happens. can if God I can message him. them soon enough, I go. Please don't send that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Package it with some like There's I've some done people it, that that just they're love like it's to... already shipped. I'm sorry. I'm like yeah. God damn it. But well, yeah, we I, had, so I solved the problem one time because I looked up the the person's receiving address because it was just driving me bananas right? <laughs> and uh this was someone sending from the netherlands as well all over the world wow like one swamp from return to ravnica right and i'm like what is going on <laughs> and anytime we see something that is outside our normal sort of data set we start we start getting curious right we have we have some uh fraud detection algorithms yeah uh, that, that okay. watch for strange activity uh, but we also rely on our community to tell us about weird shit. And mm. someone sending you a 25 cent swamp from Netherlands, the right. Netherlands, when you live in Boston, that's some weird shit, right? <laughs> so I, I look it up and the, the mail address that they have to receive at is at a hotel. So I figure that person was using the hotel postage and was like oh. working, working the night counter. Oh, and just, just emailing out anything. All yeah, the, the other thing is we had quite a few people from in the military sending because they get free. Yeah, sure. Phil was right. saying oh, they'll yeah. do it. But it's funny when Ted says that because people are always like, I think I think someone's trying to pull a scam here. What yes. do you mean? Well, they're sending me this 15 cent card and that's all it's <laughs> well, I don't really know how they can scam me for that. Some people just like doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's lots of folks put in uh, pack-ins and stuff like that too. And if you look at the top of our subreddit, you'll see a beautiful card from uh, a now kind of famous user called Paper Tiger. And he does a lot of artwork. Uh, oh, yeah. A Fantastic. lot of linoleum prints and stuff. Did, have you received something? Oh, from multiple. I, I yeah, just, I awesome, just thanked him like a month ago when Modern Horizons 2 was hot. I was like, this is fantastic. Why do you do it? He's like, I just kind of do it. And I was yeah. like, awesome. This is a <laughs> hobby I'm like, for me. That's really what cool. What you do is fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah. 
he, he does like stamps of the guilds on it he'll do art he'll write on it it's it's really cool stuff i like I on the card or yeah. no he puts yeah. a piece of cardboard and then puts oh, the yeah look that's got really sweet he puts the card in the piece of cardboard and then he does like art on the inside like word yeah, art with and, the, oh the that's markers. really cool. he was into like uh he kind of it was like a hobby that yeah. they did and that's so awesome. yeah it's it's really kind of cool you get you, there are some characters where you can like return like you you start noticing people and their um some tendencies on people that send a lot and that's really cool when you can i don't i don't reach out a whole ton but when you can just be like hey i appreciate you and that that's really <laughs> kind of cool when you get to like kind of know them a little bit so yeah. paper, well, back, paper tiger's awesome back back before i was um like officially part of the cardsphere team because I, I joined like after after launch but okay. i i used to have a I mean, the channel's still there, but I just, I have, I don't have time to really make videos anymore. I had a YouTube channel called Pack Crack Fever where I would open packs, obviously. And then my <laughs> wife gave me the idea. She said, why don't you open your cards for your old mail and do like cards for your house? I was like, that's oh. such a cool idea. So I would do that. And then people would, ex people would recognize my name. And so they would write stuff or draw pictures. <laughs> that, like, that's hey, awesome. You too. And I have all those saved. Yeah. Someone that's did awesome. like, a real big picture of Emmercruel one time. And uh, when somebody sent me a, uh, a rustic study and when i opened the paper inside they had drawn lumberg from uh for office space and it said yeah if you can just go ahead and pay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> pay <awesome>. the one <laughs> fantastic that's, that's awesome yeah, it's really cool it's a really fun community that's sweet uh okay so do you guys have anything else before we get into the the silliness so okay yeah okay all right um, so you guys have you guys heard of uh fuck mary kill yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have that question for you guys. Uh, mm -hmm. You got three choices here. Liliana, Garuk, or Nicol Bolas. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> Lowry, well, let's start with you, Lowry. What would you do, Lowry? Liliana, Garrick, uh, and, and Nicol Bolas. Okay, so obviously I'm going to marry Garrick. Because <laughs> of his dong? Is that why, Lowry? <laughs> 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 yeah of course <laughs> uh okay so then that's uh all right um so i mean like can can you kill nicobolus can can i personally probably not i mean like You're so really i mean like then then you want to then you want to fuck <laughs> nicobolus right <laughs> Well, you got to do it for the story, right? I'm going to say <laughs> F Nicol Bolas. <laughs> so marry, that's your choice. Marry yeah. Liliana and then kill Garouk. Uh, I can't, I can't <laughs> marry Ooh. Liliana? I, yeah. That's a dark road, dude. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my jam. Yeah, I like Wait a second. <laughs> I guess Garrick and Nicol Bolas isn't necessarily... Yeah, like... Yeah, it's a little picnic right? over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Liliana seems like the choice. She's, she's cute, right? She is, she is probably she, the hottest she, planeswalker out there. Yeah, Nessa. she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt. Uh, I mean, she's got she's got baggage. <laughs> she's got baggage. I mean, clearly, <laughs> clearly. How often do you get a chance to have sex with a dragon? So I mean, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, oh, you can do it for the story. Yeah, I, I, I mean. <laughs> A dragon god. Look, yeah. a dragon god. You could play it off. You don't have to fully tell anybody about it. You could just be like, I rode the dragon. And 
I would tell everybody. Yes. I, yeah. would, talk, I would never stop talking about it. <laughs> you know, he'd, he'd get it on. I got up on that gem of becoming, cards. and I became. <laughs> 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 oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that that probably does it. Uh, where can people find you guys? Where can we find the site? Where are you guys? Twitter, everything like that. Give us your your plugs here. What what do you guys got here? Uh, well, our site is cardsphere.com. Our Twitter is real cardsphere because there was something else called cardsphere that's Jeremy from Japan years ago. Yeah, cardsphere. So. Four followers yeah. for the Yu-Gi-Oh content from Yeah, it was a Yu-Gi-Oh thing a long time <laughs> ago. Uh, my my personal Twitter handle is as Packard Fever. I'm still on there, pretty active. Uh, I I can be found uh, at Ted Rodney Two on Twitter and all other social I've uh, eliminated. And I'm I'm only Ted Rodney Two at Twitter because Efren wouldn't let me use my real handle which i'm no. not allowed to even speak you can't even <laughs> say it. i got, got in so much trouble it's too registered perverse. my own account what <laughs> what are you doing efren is there to save me from destroying the company <laughs> <laughs> i'm an unclumsy i'm a really clumsy giant uh, walking around stepping on houses and breaking things and efren just sort of guides me with the help of our discord moderators and nice. <laughs> uh, you know pixie kitten and a few other people that that all have various leashes on me but right on awesome. well i appreciate you guys like yeah, almost guys. daily yeah. I've, I've taken a little break because i'm moving but yeah like it's been constant for three and a half years i love your kind of what you're doing awesome. um you have articles the videos and like if you want to check it out go check out their tutorials because that they is the help. right thing to do. Yeah. Yes. They they were very informative. So well, thank you guys for joining. Um, I guess maybe we'll catch you guys down the road a little bit. That was awesome. Yeah, I hope so. Awesome meet you fun. Guys. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, great. Yeah. It's been great. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, that was Cardsphere. Cardsphere. That was <laughs> that was Cardsphere on the line with us. <laughs> And doing it's a real person. Uh, very incredible thing. It is Efren and so nice. That was awesome. That was a great interview. No, they are card sphere combined. They're, card They're sphere. like Voltron. <laughs> when our powers combine, we become card yeah, sphere. Not Voltron. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good. I I enjoyed that interview quite a bit. I I learned some things. I like the whole the more you know should have gone over my head for a little bit there. Uh, <laughs> You That's knew fine. all the stuff, but some of no, that stuff they uh, I didn't I thought the two tutorials that they have up is genius. Yeah. I just never didn't look. Because <laughs> you're just doing your stuff. You already know I'm how it's doing my thing. Well, and that's what yeah. I kind of I pulled those up because I was like, I just want to make sure that I'm not missing some things that I didn't know. And so those I went through and yeah, it's pretty sweet. So but yeah, you guys can check those out. That was awesome that they uh they joined us and uh I'll keep you updated on what I do because I seriously will probably do that. And I mean, all you've been saying is good things about it. I mean, that's everybody on it's, the Discord. It's a comes fantastic to. experience. They're they've thought about how people want to be treated and, yeah. and you could hear it in talking with them they're going well this is something that we didn't really enjoy so we made sure that that was taken yeah. care of and and it just it really is just such a positive experience yeah it, to add on to that uh i actually enjoyed the fact that they brought up the puka trade stuff that they both were involved with that and that was kind of mm -hmm. what got them to start what they're doing here a better version of that a more um yeah friendly yep. version for everybody so 
Uh, okay, so that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. I love boobs. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bonkers for honkers. I love boobs. Thanks for the memories. I love boobs.